Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Hello, Dylan Weaver here. Welcome to a special Christmas episode of our podcast. Would you like to join us? Then get ready, because you'll never know what can happen when you listen to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. So Bart, Bart's very mad because the nativity is back. Am I saying nativity wrong? Yeah, you keep you, you said it for the first time. And it's I thought not it was a necessarily joke. incorrect. Do you, say, do you say nativity or do you say nativity? I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Is it syrup syrup and you just say both? Maybe. I don't think I ever say syrup. No, I say both. I say both. So I think it's caramel. Caramel. Both. I always say caramel. Glad we've had this discussion, boys. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And joining us today, we have a special guest. Hi, I'm Nathan Haverstick. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> you need my last name. It's important. Uh, uh, you might you might know uh, Nathan as the uh, the our Chris. He does our Christmas yeah, he was different. And he's, uh, he's been on the Andrew Sabo podcast a couple times. In famous hey, fashion, two, two or three times. Uh, one or two have been released. There's there's <laughs> others <laughs> that you can request. Yeah. DM him. Yeah, yeah. We'll send him over if you want. Him. Yeah. All right. So uh, he's on today for our special uh, Christmas episode that we specifically said was not happening. Um, we knew it was going to happen. Yeah. You've been punked. <laughs> Darn kids. Uh, so, we're, so we're discussing episode 480, The Popsicle Kid, which... <laughs> what? <laughs> I just love the title. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah. Which is the uh, Christmas episode from 2001. It actually was released right before Grand Opening, part one and two, which we just covered. Um, but it does not appear on album until album 39 because there's too much Novacom stuff and this would be such an abrupt change <laughs> yeah. of pace. I'm just like, imagining that, just like, like flipping over the cassette and then it's just popsicle candy. You're like, wait, <laughs> what? Where's the radio wave? Novacom show? Yeah. Uh, so. This is a lot about Wooten. He didn't seem very important at this current juncture. <laughs> he doesn't seem very important at all. Um, I know later. you are like historians. Later, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. less informed on Odyssey than you two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He gets he, important later. Yeah. Okay. He has a slide in his house, doesn't he? He does. He does. That, that's in they this episode. It up that's in this episode. episode? Yeah. Dang. We'll hit on it later. They talk. It's <laughs> <laughs> the most important part. I do have a bit of a rant that I think is pretty funny. We'll get to that. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Way to set expectations high. Stick around. All right. Um. So the episode opens up with noise in Witsend, right? I assume Witsend. I don't think it's. They stated. don't ever set it's, it up. It says the annual Christmas party at Witsend. Well, that's what oh, the, in the that's what the wiki says. On the wiki, yeah. yeah. I okay. don't remember them ever confirming that it was Witsend. It, I don't or think it was, it was a Christmas party yeah. in the episode, but because there's a little bit of confusion because later on they there's like a. I don't know. They make it sound like maybe the like gift exchange or whatever was like school, mm-hmm. yeah. And not, but like this is a gift exchange happening at Wit's End, but Wit's not there. We have Tom running things instead. Um, do you think that was just because of like casting stuff, like voice actors not being available? Yeah. So um, officially, uh, Wit was supposed to be in this episode, 
and he then was written out because uh, because he couldn't get to the studio to record because of uh, delays at the airport due to 9-11. Oh! Oh! So, so this is the first Is that in the of... trivia section? Yeah, that is, in the, that is in the, uh, the trivia section. Oh. Wow. So. There's some really dedicated fans out there. Because so, who knew that? Well, I'm sure it came up in like in a podcast episode or a blog post or this, that, and the other thing. There's a Witsend blog? Of yeah. course. On like witsend.org. Oh, you're right. Don't they like direct you there in some of the episode outros? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so he couldn't make it in to record. So because they were already going to have Bart in the episode, they just rewrote Wit's part as Tom. Which is very funny that they're the same character. I, it, they're so different. It's very funny to me. Yeah. And it's the same thing with, was it? It's Mitch and Roddy, right? Is the yeah. other one? Yeah. It's yeah. like... And Wooten and Mr. Charles. Uh, wait, what? You didn't know about... No! I, dude, um, listeners, tell Andrew he's wrong. We definitely talked about this. I, I'm sure we did. I don't I, recall. I, I don't recall. Wait. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But yes. Wow, that's uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. i'm just imagining him with like, like a lot of red hair and like a really goofy shirt like mailman shirt all right so there's this gift exchange happening at what we assume is wit's end uh a guy who named austin o'connor who is only in this episode yeah can i ask how old are these children are they middle school or high school my guess is my guess is middle school you just asked the worst odyssey question i know and we'll get to why in like half a second because Rodney comes over and asks to trade. And how old is Rodney? Because he has pimples. Right, but also two episodes ago he was hitting on Connie. Oh, yeah. It was longer than two episodes ago. It was like yeah. one episode five. But like, yeah, not we that long know. ago he was hitting on Connie in the. And Connie's a very established college age student, correct? She's graduating. Nobody's, nobody's very well established okay. at any age. <laughs> Except for Wit. That's just kind of perpetually old. <laughs> that's not a good establishment. Well, anything over 60 is pretty much the same in my mind. <laughs> Fair enough. No, but I feel like there's less give and take if you get like, well, he could be 65 or he could be 58. Whereas yeah. this, it's like, he could be 12. He could be 19. There's a difference. Yeah, I... Yeah. I would imagine it's high school. So, so Rodney's part of... Yeah, it's... It has to be high school. Yeah. For the Rodney angle. Yeah. Also, like, they're doing a Pinewood Derby contest. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. also... And I haven't done that since I was like 10. Yeah, they're yeah. They're just children. They're children. Like general general purpose children. Children. They're, An amoeba child. Oh my word. It doesn't... <laughs> have yet to Yeah, split. it doesn't make sense because it's like... We kind of established in our series, like at this point, Rodney's graduated high school, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then this episode comes along, and I'm like, "Is Rodney, Rodney like a middle schooler? <laughs> is Rodney but in eighth grade?" Maybe you can confirm this, and maybe the wiki can. Rodney is definitely a forty year old man doing a child's voice. Right? <laughs> yes. 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 In a new way that a child sounds like this. <laughs> well, yeah. Because also, because also, he's voicing Mitch. Oh. Yeah, right? It's uncomfortable. It is. It is. It's a terrible contrast. Yeah. So Rodney comes over as Austin's opening up his present from the gift exchange, and Rodney wants to change because he got zip cream. He did get zip cream. He wants to trade with 
Austin, and Austin opens up his package, and it is a Pinewood Derby car made out of popsicle sticks. Courtesy of Popsicle Cabrera. <laughs> popsicle Cabrera, the weirdest kid in town. <laughs> what a good, what a good. I name. didn't think anything could make me laugh more than the title. Yeah, and then the titular character was unscrupulously referred to as Popsicle Cabrera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So. Which is so good. And also, a Rodney line, I'm gonna pop whoever gave it to me. Yep. <laughs> yep. Discuss that yep. for a second. I'm gonna pop whoever gave them to me. This is written by a bunch of dads, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I, I just chalk it up to... Uh, uh, Rodney's weird obsession with the word pop. Because that's pop, an established don't joke. Don't call me like, pop. pop. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah. He always, calls his, he always calls Bart pop. What does he call, like, a fizzy drink? I don't know. I don't know if that's a How about his least favorite genre of music? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's on record of him calling it a soda. Just so you know. In oh, case okay. you're wondering. Okay. Yeah. Just so you know. In well, case you're wondering. Now the canon lines up. <laughs> all right so he opens up the present it's a popsicle thing rodney's like oh that must have been from P- colby cabrera the popsicle guy <laughs> the popsicle kid wow i missed missed opportunity there on my part um roll credits so austin's Ding. new in town um and so this is also colby cabrera's first episode uh, and he will last be, episode no right? he will be in two more oh yeah big boy Yep. Is Ashley like an actual character? This is also her first episode. I think she's in four more after this. Okay, because she absolutely dunks on Rodney a few times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's she's genuinely great. (laughs) She's really good. In one of like the weird continuity breaking things in the show or whatever, she is the um, daughter of the former mayor of Odyssey, Mayor Jenkins. Mm. Yeah, Ashley Jenkins. But. Mayor Jenkins, when he retires, says that he's retiring to spend more time with his grandkids. And then she disappears. But then, like, multiple albums later, we get his daughter, who is a child. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait a hot minute. This is a trophy wife situation? What's going on here? Oh, yeah. no. Or, she's just, or he's just had a bunch of kids. Right. Like, Which, I mean, conservatives. Yeah. Um, popping them out. <sighs> Oh boy. Get us back on track. <laughs> I don't even know what the track is. So we've got these three characters that this is their first appearance. Um, Rodney is like just making fun of the fact that Austin got this popsicle car and Colby's such a loser. Colby and Ashley come over and 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 Austin's like, hey, thanks for the car, Colby. And Colby's like, oh, how'd you know it was me? And Rodney's like, well, obviously it was you. I'm a jerk. <laughs> yeah, um, and he did say that. <laughs> <And> Direct <laughs> And for some reason, Austin then decides that, like, out of these four people in the group, or, like, the three three other people, he's going to align himself with Rodney, who by far and away seems like the worst of them. Yeah. Like, Colby's just kind of a nice dude. Ashley's friends with Colby and also, like, pretty cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so then... So and then, then Austin be like jump shit. <laughs> And so then to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to hang out with, with Rodney, who's clearly the worst person here. And it's also not like like the stereotypical, like, oh, I'm going to sell out my friend, like a guy who's nice and weird to be with the cool kids. In that scenario, you should have 
a group of cool kids and one weirdo. Yeah. Not two cool, like, guys who are maybe on the outs and Rodney. Yeah, like, basically. <laughs> it's not like Rodney's the in crowd here. He's no. just a, like, dweeb. He's definitely like, the outlier. Yeah. And it's the same thing with his dad later. <laughs> like, it's the quote he says, like, because I'm the only one around here that doesn't mind hurting people's feelings. <laughs> yep. Like, oh. Yep. All right. But, yeah, Rodney also says, um, Rodney and, and, uh, and, uh, oh, so Colby's like, hey, you should enter the car in the Pinewood Derby, and, and Rodney kind of laughs about it, and then Rodney, I kind of, like, the, my mental image is he, like, puts his arm on, like, Austin's shoulder, and they just kind of, like, walk uh-huh. away, um, and he says... He's, Maybe he punches a homeless guy on his way out. <laughs> <laughs> Just knocks some kid's ice cream out but, of his hands. But like Austin's, Austin's like, oh, I'm trying to be edgy and mean retort would be like, oh, I'm not going to enter a car made of popsicle sticks. That would be like entering a car made of dental floss. <laughs> <laughs> what a bit. No, is it like the plastic package of right, dental floss? Right, I yeah, think yeah. that's the only way you can make a car out of dental floss. Though. Unless you have like a wire frame and then you just wrap dental floss around it like you're knitting something. I mean, that would be lightweight. <laughs> True, very aerodynamic. I mean, I don't no, know. No, it wouldn't be. You, you need more weight in a Pinewood Derby. Yeah, you which, which more on the, 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 the logistics of, of Pinewood Derby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, guys. No, we're we're so fine bad. with it. It's real bad. So we now cut to Colby is over at Wooten's house. For Help. some reason, yeah, just just, just because you know you know how kids like to hang out with the mailman. Yeah, like yeah, the thirty-year-old mailman. Up. How old is Wooten? I think we landed on like late twenties last time we discussed this. Okay. Yeah, I would say late twenties, early thirties, pretty comfortably. Because I he's yeah. definitely older than Eugene and Connie, but definitely right. younger than Tom and Wit, and he's not a parent. Parent, so right. And we have established that Colby is a child. Correct. <laughs> Just and Wooten the, is. Yeah, older than some people and younger than some people. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wooten is though, like he's he's a very childish mind. But he also like we've seen that. we've seen multiple <laughs> episodes now of him being at wit's end and just like hanging around and helping out and that sort of thing. Uh-huh. So it's not <laughs> crazy. It's but creepy. It's also it's, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Part of part of my mental image is just like that is that Colby's like biking down the street and see and like goes past Wooten's house and sees what he's doing and stops. It's, it's, swing sure. by because it's like a friendly face like there's there's ways that it's not like hey in this almost 30 year old just like invited a kid over at his house to put stuff together which he, he definitely does in later episodes <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah but you're gonna come by and see my comic book collection or that the cookie does happen. recipe right the and cookie the recipe is later in this episode um okay oh boy and then uh so Bart comes over and it oh uh yeah Bart Bart comes over and is like Wooten this is an eyesore you're making like a nativity out of hubcaps like this is such a disaster I like how he said nativity like he says it yeah I wanted to bring up Bartholomew Rathbone's <laughs> voice here <laughs> because I marked at least four times when he said Christmas yeah and yep. other times like that's like a maybe slightly Japanese accent in my mind yeah. And then he goes full New York Italian at some points. 
Yeah. And I don't understand it. He also he says TNV. Yeah, TNV. he does say TNV. Well, that's just funny. But... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, his accent is just like, we're going to go the opposite of Tom. Yeah, Where basically. Tom's like the quintessential nice small town dude. Folksy. Yeah. The and, human embodiment and of Bart apple is. pie. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Am I, am I Doesn't he have an orchard? Like he does yeah. have an orchard. Yeah. And a horse. <laughs> Everybody knows oh, to man. make apple pie out of horse. <laughs> it's a secret ingredient. How do you think the crust stays together? It's all that hoof. <laughs> nature's glue. Not just nature's glue. Just normal glue. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, uh, so Bart comes up and is roasting Wooten. Wooten offers him a cup of peppermint lemonade. Which is I almost made. I was listening to I've the episode re- and I was like, how much time do I have? Can I get peppermint lemonade for the recording session? Oh boy. The answer is no. But I've had rosemary lemonade. That's different from peppermint. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, throwing herbs in lemonade might work. Not yeah. peppermint. Yeah. Can we try? No, it's the same principle of brushing your teeth and then drinking orange juice. It's just worse. Fair enough. So he offers him the peppermint lemonade and is like, uh, and Bart's like, that sounds disgusting. It's like, yeah, it is. That's why I have a whole picture. <laughs> and like, I just love that. He is a well-established character. Yeah. He's, he's... I get Wooten's vibe very quickly. At this yeah. It's real good. It's real good. Yeah. And then, um... Yeah, and then Bart offers to loan him a bunch of lights and stuff so they can win this award. Yep. And then he offers to give him a freaking electric palace sign. Yep. So they know I where it came from. I need to discuss that. Yes. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll hit it. Yeah. All right. So Bart offers to give him tinsel and a sign. Garland. Is it Garland or tinsel? That's Garland. Really? Yeah. I'm very certain it's Garland. Okay. All right. This is the can most important thing <laughs> That's is, a good point. Is there, well, what's the difference between tinsel and garland? I think garland is... I think tinsel is, is metallic yeah, and garland, garland is, is green. Yeah, garland is like... <laughs> you mean it's made of trees? Yes. <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't you have can to. have, like, fake garland. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, like... I don't know. Yeah, I've got, I've got faux garland. It's in my trunk. Are you serious? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping you actually had some. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I, the one thing I thought... That was funny here is just like even uh <laughs> even Colby does not want to put up with Bart's crap. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like he's also like he immediately gets what Bart's thinking. Because when Bart's like, Yeah, I wanna win like we've gotta win the neighborhood uh house decorating prize and he's like, Oh, so you get traffic for the electric palace and I'm just like this kid Dang. like Bart just this kid's him. smart, but Bart's also so transparent in all of his plots. The kids are like, Yeah, we get it. Like the only thing you care about is making money. He tries to throw him off by changing his accent a few times. Yeah. Like Colby sees through him. Now we cut to um the counter at Wit's End mm-hmm. where uh Austin is talking with Tom. And Tom is on hold with the Cookie Company. No, no, <laughs> Cookies Incorporated. Is that actually? It's Cookies Incorporated. Oh. Why isn't he going to? Was it uh, Cookies by Connie? <laughs> Connie has a cookie. Connie can't bake. It's an established thing. Bake at the show. Dang. Wow. I wonder if that's why she's not really in the episode. 
Yeah, it is weird. The they introduce three characters. Yeah. And have three established characters, and that's basically the whole cast. Yeah, and somehow they have like two different plot lines. Yeah. With six actual characters. Oh, I guess Wooten's in there too, so four four established characters. Mm-hmm. Rodney, yeah. Bart, Tom, Wooten. Yeah. Plus three. Which again, what a selection. <laughs> yeah, it is it is a bizarre cross section. Um This is a Christmas episode. Christmas. Yep. Christmas. Christmas. Do I hear an echo? He's on hold with Co- Cookies Incorporated. The um, uh, and then Austin. Uh, I don't know if Austin says, asks where Wit is, or Wit, or Tom just unprompted says <laughs> that Wit's visiting his grandkids. But Wit's visiting his grandkids, which is interesting because a couple letters previous, he received a letter from Wooten from one of his grandkids. And I like to think that that's connected somehow, even though it absolutely is not. We need to hold on to what little continuity we can find. <laughs> we hold close to it. Yep. Uh, and so uh, Tom's on hold with Cookies Incorporated because the cookies are really bad. And Austin wants to know how bad. And he eats one and he says it tastes like a chocolate covered wood chip. There it is. Chocolate covered wood chip. Um, Get it? Because popsicle sticks and wood and things. Here's a theme. Whoa. I don't think that's a theme. Um, <laughs> We've already established we're trying to find what little continuity there is. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, and then, and then Austin's like, hey, I could like help you out with the, with this cookie problem. Like volunteering his cookie, his cookie baking skills. Mm-hmm. At which point Rodney walks up and is like, uh, you guys, you're like, what? What did you just say? And he's like, oh, I mean, I can help you eat the cookies. <gasps> oh, Even him. though we just established they're horrible. They're terrible. Also, Rodney, when he enters, orders... Is Col- Colby's in this scene? Of course, yes. Popsicle Cabrera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He orders him to move yes, his seats. Right. And Rodney says uh, his justification for that is that this one is in the sun and he's watching his complexion. Now, earlier in the episode... <laughs> He did receive zit cream, so does he care, or does he not care? Because he refused the zit cream. But now he's watching his complexion. I think he's embarrassed. Yes. I don't think Rodney's a good person. (laughs) I think you are not alone in that. (laughs) He might be a bad guy. So, then, uh, I don't know, Rodney grabs a crook cookie. This is where they say it's, he says they're like the Sahara Desert with frosting. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I don't know. I guess Rodney and Austin once again just like arm on shoulder walk away from the conversation, and Rodney probably makes some like ah popsicle Cabrera joke as they walk away. You know, we're going back to Wooten's house where popsicle and Wooten are putting together stuff. Uh, Wooten decorated the doghouse. Yeah. Wooten has a dog? Is that established? No. Because dogs always chase him because he's a mailman. Mm-hmm. That is established, right? Yeah. But now he has a dog? Yeah. Does it ever come up again? No. I, I also think he might be one of those guys that just has a doghouse in case there's a stray dog that comes along. But he but references he has a slide. the dog in addition to, in addition to oh, a doghouse. True. True. I don't know. Fostering. It's a weird. It's a weird point of just like that was unnecessary. I don't know. I guess we're just showing Wooten's quirky and has a dog. I guess character development. Wooten has a dog. Yeah. 
Um, Bard is mad because he shows up at Wooten's place and the nativity is still up. There is... He's like, what happened to all that garland? Not tinsel. Garland. And the sign I gave you. And and he's like, oh, the garland. Like, we stretched it out the back over the roof and, like, anchored it in the back. And he's like, you have an anchor? Oh, Do you have man. a whole ship back there? <laughs> yep. And he's like, well, no, by anchor, I mean, like, a large, heavy object. And he's like, what large, heavy object? Like, your electric palace sign. <laughs> Which, Which is delightful. Is pretty funny. Which also means... He brought it in with a forklift. Oh, just wait. We're, we're about to hit the, the, the real bow on that present. Mm -hmm. of, uh, he's like, well, why'd you put it behind your house? And he's like, well, I had it in... Or he's like, you're supposed to have it in front of your house. And Wooten's like, I did. It blocked the whole house. <laughs> it's a full-size billboard. <laughs> like, how, it's... how big is... The, how small is Wooten's house? It's established as not being small. It's got a slide. It has it's got a, a slide. slide. But the, the, the sign blocked his house? Why does Bart have that sign? How did he get that sign there? Like, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would spend money on a sign. And it's also neon, right? Presumably. My Which guess it has glass tubes filled with... Gas. Gas. Probably neon. <laughs> I would assume neon. Maybe Argon. Maybe Argon. The chainsaw and crashing sound effect is so over the top, I love it. Yeah, it's really good. It sounds it's like... so good. Like freaking yeah. a sequoia being brought yeah. down. <laughs> which, yeah. what is he chopping down? The garland, which makes the nativity tumble. Okay. I don't, okay. He's he, cutting the garland. He's chainsawing through the garland? My thought it was cutting through the sign or something. That's what it sounded like. That's what it sounded like, <laughs> but why would Rodney Rathbone do right? that? I There's just know. argon everywhere. <laughs> Maybe he's too expensive to move the sign back. Could be that. Plus, <laughs> if he just cuts it in half, then nobody gets the sign and he doesn't have to move it. You hear the chainsaw starting up, and Bar's like, That's the sound of my pride and joy, cutting down the sign in the back. <laughs> <laughs> but... The thing that kills me there is he didn't know that there was a sign in the back. Yeah. He showed up and he was like, how did you, How? Well, what happened to all my, my garland and my yeah. sign? And then he's like, oh, there's a big anchor in the back. And it's like, oh, it's a sign. This is all the same conversation. Somehow Bart, like mid-conversation, texted Rodney. He was like, get over here ASAP with a chainsaw. <laughs> and Rodney showed up and cut down this thing. Without also, knowing, right? Right. Also, apparently Rodney's a child, and now he's operating a chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. They aren't light. No. And also, like, well, I mean, he's just cutting through garland. But why on earth would you do that with a chainsaw? You would just untie the garland. Or, or maybe, like, like hey, that'd be better. Loppers, perhaps? <laughs> so, yeah, so he's chopping down the sign. The whole nativity comes crashing down. It's a shame. And then is this the point where Wooten's like, ah, I have an idea. Something like that. Oh, no, because they start talking about about um, about the fact that Colby's always getting made fun of. And Wooten's like, well, why would they make fun of a cool kid like you, Colby? And I was like, okay, buddy, you've got like 10 plus years on him, right? Uh, yeah. Um, but then... But then he, he was like, oh yeah, people used to always make fun of me. If yeah. it wasn't this, it was that. If it wasn't that, it was this other thing. He goes on and on. But he ends with, if it wasn't like this, it was my preoccupation with, with mushrooms. mushrooms. 
Which is so good. Reddit.com slash r slash mycology if you're interested. <laughs> the mushroom subreddit. Are you subscribed? No. Oh, I thought you I thought you were. Why? I don't know, because it's just pictures of mushrooms. I guess it's fine. My, my question is, was Wooten like a stoner? Might be. Was that his preoccupation? Oh, he did like superheroes and stuff a lot. That'd be funny. I feel like the superhero-stoner was... crossover is very small. Yeah. Well, what about the... What about the... <laughs> Like, the whole comic book thing, and, like, being lonely, and, like, what if he just did them on accident? He does seem like someone who would do shrooms on accident. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa! This is great! It's hard to believe he does anything on purpose. Yeah. yeah. Except for have a doghouse, apparently. And he's married now. Is he really? In continuity, yeah. Huh. Good married a woman named Penny Wise. Oh, that's, that's right, hilarious. yeah. Yeah. Also, they mention, Wooten mentions in passing... Uh, you're not that weird. It's not like you collect airplane sick bags. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's makes me think fetish. that there is absolutely somebody at Focus on the Family who does that. <laughs> and the writing team found out and they're like, wait a second. I'm going to get Jared really good. <laughs> He's going to listen to this. He's our editor. I'm going to make him leave it in. <laughs> that's that's all I have on yep, scene four. That's terrifying. Yeah. That's great. Uh, so yeah, so we yeah. now go from there to... Back to Wit's head. Yep. We would talk to Tom. It's like, how can we get all these popsicle sticks? And Tom's like, uh, well, that sounds like maybe more than they'd be willing to give you for free. And he was like, well, maybe, I'll, like, what if I try and advertise them? Which I was like, mm-hmm. way to take Bart's idea and, like, mm-hmm. make it work. Yeah. You're, you're, you're very smart, you weird man-child. Um, Stoner, maybe. <laughs> maybe so. Um, and uh, Tom's like, oh, that might work. I'll, I'll get our popsicle vendor on the line. Um, meantime. Which I guess makes sense. He's yeah. the ice cream shop, but yeah. also yeah. popsicle vendor? That's yeah. hilarious. That's a good bit. Also, does this happen earlier or later when... Tom calls somebody and the wait time is 82 minutes. That's literally is the oh, pop, okay. it's the end of this scene. He calls mm-hmm. the popsicle company and they're like, "Thanks for calling Popsicles Incorporated. I don't know what it is. The Willie Popsicle Company. I, it doesn't matter." No, they established it at some point. It's Arctic Freeze. It is Arctic Freeze. Austin walks out of the back while Wooten's there at the counter with a batch full of cookies that Tom tastes and is like, "These are really good." And um Austin's good like, at baking. And he's like, Wooten, did you, you gotta try these. Austin made them. Wooten's like, oh, they're they're really good, Austin. And and Austin's like, hey, uh, Tom, like maybe don't tell people that I've been making these. And Tom says, some of the best chefs in the world are men. <laughs> Thanks, focus on the family. Which I was like, great. Playing yeah. gender roles, are we? <laughs> I'm glad you've you've oh, decided to make your progressive like, agenda start at culinary. Yeah, it's like. I think they are trying to be progressive, but also... It's not working. Progressive. But the way they're trying to be progressive is by saying, like, Hey, men can also cook. <laughs> and it's like, no, 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 no. Men have enough of stuff that they can do. Let's go the other way, focus on the family. <laughs> we need to empower men. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly... Is that that's like... what Odyssey's been missing. Oh, we need man. more male leads. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Word. So he makes really good cookies. He does make really good cookies. Oh, well, so interesting, or something I thought was kind of weird is they're, so they're making the cookies and whatever else. But he said earlier, like, with the Bad Batch of cookies, like, oh, like, this 
what we could um like i might be able to help you out with that but now it sounds like he's just making other cookies Mm -hmm. and also and i was like that's i mean i guess that's helping out but that also like it didn't really solve i don't know didn't really do a whole lot yeah (laughs) i mean it's weird to begin with that like that witsend like outsources their cookies and just like purchases them from a company mm-hmm. yeah cookies incorporated well i mean i'm guessing they have a lot like you know there's one who works in a bakery sometimes the demand is higher yeah. than you could meet that's why so, you have Aachenbox. yeah or cookies by connie ideally not yeah <laughs> she's really bad um oh and this is also where um uh Wooten mentions to Austin that his mom makes a really good, or not his aunt makes a really good like coconut cookie and like yeah, I'll give you mm-hmm. the recipe yeah, um, come back to my house, and and then it goes out on Tom saying that you know or the minute yeah the eighty two minutes. minutes which it's probably just like an of the time thing but yeah. Odyssey loves phone-based humor oh they're really into that like they're all about joking about robocallers yeah they literally because they have that they have the episode where it's like where it's about like pressing the buttons on the menu yeah and then there's like connie making all her credit card purchases over the phone yep and it's like she's obsessed with toll-free numbers in that episode and there's this thing like it's like they're just it's Probably just the time, but also phone like, humor. Why is there so mine. much phone humor? <laughs> I don't understand. Well, I mean, I guess, and and I guess obscure pop culture references like Arthur Dent. Yeah, like, they just pick their humor very yeah oddly. <laughs> yep, and you know I, I like it most of the time. Yeah, sometimes I don't. But... Now this is where the rant comes in. Oh boy, Wooten, at some point. Says that his Grammy's cuckoo for coconut cookies right are only good when they taste more coconutty than an actual coconut. Right. Now this brings up an interesting physical limitation that Grammy Wooten has circumvented. She has broken a fundamental law of physics <laughs> when she makes her cuckoo for coconut cookies <laughs> more coconutty than coconut. Now this creates a problem. Because she is breaking fundamental universal laws, which means she is on the power level of a cosmic being like Dr. Manhattan. Which means she has created another multiverse in which her cuckoo for coconut (laughs) cookies are more coconutty than actual coconuts. Here's the thing. Wooten is a member of the SCP Foundation. What is that? Is that too niche? Explain it. It's just a loosely connected universe of very strange things. Okay. Okay. And he's been sent by the government to keep tabs on his grandmother, who is a cosmically powerful force in the universe. Okay. I like this fan theory. I think you should make a whole fanfic. Or... She uses salt, which makes things taste more like the thing. (laughs) I was going to jump in with like, or she just like adds coconut extract. Yeah, that was going to say, like essence of coconut's totally a thing. But but yeah, so they're over. 
They're over at Wooten's house getting the coconut recipe. Uh-huh. Wooten's Christmas tree is a stack of cardboard boxes painted green with holes po- punching them for the lights, which I love. That's pretty fun. And I would yeah. totally do that. Mm-hmm. He's a metal man. Get it? Joke. I don't get it. Boxes. Yeah, but he got the boxes from Wit. That's true. They're ice cream containers. Oh, I missed that point. Your joke falls apart. There's not much in the <laughs> Wooten except for him pep talking with austin i suppose yeah 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 he does it's fine to be you oh yeah yeah and then they jump on the exit slide they do yeah which is cool wooten's got an exit slide i I love it yeah i do too he's a great character yeah he's delightful i get happy every time he's in an episode he is a ton of fun and then we're going to the it sounds like this should be like the end of the episode it does yeah i was like wait there's still five minutes left what and we go to yeah. the um, we go to the Pinewood Derby race, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so Rodney finds out about the cookie, like the fact that, he, that Austin bakes because mm-hmm. um, he's always listening. And then he decides with the very clever nickname of calling Austin Cookie. Cookie, cookie. isn't that right? Cookie isn't baking like so embarrassing and feminine, guys. Exactly, Cookie. Can, can you imagine like I a to, guy I hit the baking? Gym after I make brownies. Yeah, it makes me feel alive. Yeah, <laughs> I got to make sure I'm sanding some wood while mm. I'm whisking. It's very difficult. It's a back and forth thing. Making a meringue is a real time consume. That's a bit. Um, <laughs> and so then, so then Tom is announcing the Pinewood Derby thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I liked that in like true like speed racer cartoon fashion, each person like he's he's like in lane one, Rodney Rathbone, like Rodney steps forward, he's like I'm gonna cream all you fools or whatever, <laughs> and he's like in two, like Ashley Jenkins, and she's like oh good lane two, like she they definitely all... <laughs> rigged lane two, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they all For have sure. these, they all have these like pithy one liners of like of like oh good lane two, and like I wanted it to keep going, but then um. Austin steps forward and Rodney's like, oh, what are you going to do? Race a car made out of Boston cream pie? <laughs> I was like, Rodney, your, your insults are not funny. You're, I, he's such a mess. Yeah. He just throws a lot at the wall. Yep. And, and, and sometimes it sticks. Yep. And so, so uh, the Andrew Sable uh, podcast here. Cool. <laughs> Barely ever sticks. <laughs> and then Colby walks up and is like, or pushes through kind of, and is like, whoa, 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 what are you doing, Austin? Like, you're racing my car? And Austin's like, yeah, I, I figure we got a good chance, whatever. Um, Which is cool. What a guy. Yeah. And then do we go, we go from there to Wooten afterwards? Yeah. Because he's like, oh, look, I got like, I got an award, and he's like, "Oh, you guys, you, your your car won." He's like, "No, like looked the best." Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley's car won because she's Different. awesome because she, she rigged lane two. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no! Before that, we go to Rodney at his house. Oh, that is before that. You're right. Are they announced they're they announcing on the TV the winners of the, the Pinewood Derby race, <laughs> for which. There are four contestants. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I hope there are like twenty more, and they also all have like pithy one liners. Like this is a really big track. Yeah. <laughs> or it's just time trials. 
Yeah. I'm guessing there's like a tournament situation where there's like a round robin and these guys have somehow managed to make it to the top. This is the you know final oh, four situation. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because the final four, that's a round robin tournament. There's a big bracket on the world. Single elimination. Fine. You're <laughs> I just roasted him on sports, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I used the wrong term. Dang it. Um, yeah, and uh, uh what Rodney's complaining that he never gets to watch TV, and Bart <laughs> says, "Oh, uh, I'll let you wash the dishes while you clean them." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, there are so many like just weird one-liner jokes in this in this episode. <laughs> yeah, no, you... but that was it's even... like Nick levels of just like what? <laughs> yeah, what? Oh uh, yeah. But here's my problem with that line. The whole joke is in that wash sounds like wash. Yeah, but he doesn't but land that joke. He doesn't stop there. He gives another line. Right. You can do it while you clean them. Right. Which what? Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. can because... wash, watch them while you clean them. Excuse right. me? Right, right. Yeah. He is, I, you can go watch, but like the way Bart says it, like it makes it sound like wash because he's got a bizarre a- accent. The dishes is kind of funny Mm -hmm. but then he says while you you clean clean them them. so that it has to be that he's saying watch the dishes while you clean them and the wind is taken out of that joke sails so quickly yeah Yeah. and they were small sails to begin with oh boy um so yeah so then we go to the recap of the event with um with wooten award ashley won in lane two because you know it's awesome um, he also, oh, and they're also looking at the, uh, cause Colby's there too. And they're looking at the, the nativity. Yeah. It's been all set up. And he says that's not stained glass, that stained popsicle stick. Yeah. Is, that is hilarious. Such a good line. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then the thing I don't get is Wooten says I have the tummy ache to prove it. Yep. So, the Popsicle Company, is Arctic sick. Freeze, did not just send him boxes and boxes of Popsicle sticks. They sent him boxes and boxes of Popsicles, and then he ate enough for the whole nativity. That's where they get the cheesy one-liners from the Popsicles, the jokes on the Popsicle sticks. There you go. It works. Oh, shoot. They weren't watching the Pinewood Derby on TV. They were watching the neighborhood competition. Yeah, the neighborhood competition was on TV. Because some, like, Pecan Street or something won. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Wooten won for, like, the best single house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for the Popsicle Stick thing. And he does, like, an Arctic Freeze ad in it, which I think is really funny. <laughs> yeah. But what a sellout. It's okay. Gotta but, yeah, I'm like... Revenue. The whole idea that he ate all the popsicles is... To make an activity scene is so weird. Yeah. They're yeah. a company. They have the sticks. Uh-huh. Why didn't they just send the and sticks? And it's not necessary. They totally could have just gotten rid of that joke and it would have worked perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. The episode would still be super funny. And we well. don't have to deal with the idea of Wooten eating presumably... A bajillion. A bajillion popsicles. <laughs> yep. What if they were all Bajillion one flavor? dollar popsicles. <laughs> oh. What if they were all one one flavor? Oh. Or what if they were like rocket pops? Yeah, I'm guessing they are. It's all. like sucking on a rocket oh. pop. <laughs> so basically, 
it occurred to me that Wooten's character is literally the janitor from The Breakfast Club and nothing else. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'll allow it. This is a John Hughes movie. <laughs> yeah. Adventures in Odyssey is a John Hughes movie. You're right. <laughs> They're, considering all of their cliches and whatnot and children, there's just a lot less, you know, R-rated content. Indeed. And, okay, so they're explaining how how Rodney ended up losing. He installed a fuel injector. Yeah. What? Yeah. He, now, here's the thing. That would require a full internal combustion right. engine minus a fuel injector, and then he just added, like, the part he needed to get it up and running. <laughs> but he just, like, duct-taped a fuel injector onto a Pinewood Derby car. <laughs> but, so it says Are you really surprised, though? Went, Straight off the first corner and burst into flames. Uh-huh. Two things. Fire. It burst into flames. That's terrifying. Uh-huh. Second thing. <laughs> are there corners on Pinewood Derby no. courses? No, never. They're just straight down hills, right? Yes. It's like one of those sack slides at Dutch yeah. Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's not... There's not... No, there's, there, there's no corners. There's not supposed to be corners. But if there were, which apparently there are, yeah. his doesn't do very well. Yep. And then I think our last the last thing of note maybe is them talking about the nativity and Wooten's got a flamingo, yeah, uh, dressed up as a cow, uh-huh. and he's like, oh, if it's a cow, why are its feathers pink? It's blushing. And I was like, wait, you just said you painted the flamingo to look at a cow, look like a cow, but it also still has pink, pink feathers? feathers. What did you paint? Maybe it's I like don't. a coat situation where he painted the base and, and like I'm just guessing you can still two like parts. see yeah, it. Yeah. He was primer. Yeah. <laughs> But then, then he's like, if it's a cow, where are its udders? And Wooten says, and I quote, maybe the craziest thing that was ever said in Adventures in Odyssey, udders in the winter would be the ultimate fashion faux pas. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I forgot about that. I don't know how. I did not forget about what? that. Udders <laughs> in the winter. I'm so confused. Yeah. How does Wooten think cows work? Yeah. I don't know. What does he know about fashion? <laughs> also, like, why does he... Why would he saying it? Does he do, like, the... The, like, gay European fashion stereotype? Queer of being like, Yeah. The <laughs> ultimate fashion, fashion faux pas. And that sounds like the, ep- like the episode ending. Right. Like, that seems like a line you would go out on. Wait, is it not the line they go out on? It's what? not. So we go out on them just arguing back and forth over whether or not it's a cow or a flamingo. It fades out. Yep. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was not a great episode. No, it was pretty it was, terrible. It was barely Christmas as well. Yeah. yeah it like, was it a had Christmas episode. music. There was, like, and, a white elephant. Well, and they were, like, building the nativity and all that stuff, but it didn't feel like, feel like some a, of the episodes. Do you remember the are, like, Snow Day episode? Very, yeah, I do. I love that episode. That's a good one. That's like, yeah, that's that's my favorite. But yeah, my favorite wintry episode. And like the moral of this episode isn't really a Christmas moral either. No, it's no. just don't let other people make fun of you for baking and or making stuff out of popsicle sticks. Yeah, <laughs> or mushrooms, I suppose. Yeah, listen to your own advice. Focus on the family. Stop making fun of people for being different. Yeah, <laughs> they do that a lot. They do. They really do. Uh, but yeah, so sorry for all of you who were like really hoping for a, well, who didn't know this was coming out, then saw it, 
and both both got like not a great episode of Adventures in Odyssey and not a good episode of our podcast. (laughs) But it was funny, but it wasn't substantial. No, and there wasn't really like there wasn't a lot to comment on like sound production wise or anything like that. You know, the soundtrack was pretty good, I guess. Pretty standard for their Christmas stuff. Um, they definitely have much better Christmas episodes, like the Gift of Imagine yeah. Guy, uh, really good. Um, but uh, yep. Well, maybe we'll do another one next year. Oh boy. Yep. <laughs> See you in a year. Bye. Wait, 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 wait. We're not, we're not leaving on that note. Uh, <laughs> we've got a guest. Guest. What do you plug? Excuse me, Dylan. You, pl- you just made a playlist. Plugged it. Sure, follow me on uh, Spotify. My, the name's Nathan Haverstick. You can figure out how to spell it, I guess. It'll be in the show. Okay. Okay. That's it. All right. <laughs> I'll give you the opportunity. To plug what, Dylan? Nathan, I don't know. Do you have anything we, to plug? What? The three yeah. people that listen to this that I don't know? <laughs> you know what? Sometimes we Andrew and I plug stuff, so yeah. I was giving you the chance. All right, thanks, I guess. <laughs> All right, jerk. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I have anything to plug this week. I, episode Andrew two Jack, is up yep. of uh, My Scrub Soundtrack. Uh, it's good. Uh, yep. It was fun to make. Um, check it out if you like Scrubs. Yeah. I like Scrubs. Have you listened to it? No. I didn't know you made it. I thought you just shared it with me because you liked it. I made it. Okay, I'll listen to it. Uh, additionally, uh, Nathan has been on episodes of the Andrew Sabo podcast, so if you really like his uh, his voice and sense mm-hmm. of humor, go listen to that. I don't even like it. Yep. I have to listen to myself do the intros to this podcast. <laughs> and oh like... yeah, and he also does our intro and outro, so you can hear that every week. Is he going to do the intro and outro to this one? Yeah. Okay, good. Why wouldn't I? I would hope so. I don't know. <laughs> Chris never gets a week off, neither does Nathan. Of course. <laughs> All right. And uh, we'll see you guys after New Year's. We 100%, this is not a joke or a lie this time, will not be putting an episode out next week. Yeah. <laughs> so enjoy not having a New Year's episode. We'll be back on January 8th. Bye. See ya. Bye. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Cooperative. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadfamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadfamChalkPod at gmail.com. Our Christmas bonus, The Popsicle Kid, is hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, with special guest Nathan Haverstick. It was edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you have a great Christmas and a Happy New Year.